1: High Noon continues now on 590 The Fan. And I said to close my eyes when it hurts. Sometimes I fall into you.
2: Twelve fifty. Welcome back, Monday edition. Of High noon here on Five Ninety The Fan, Five Ninety The Fan.com. Jason Coomer, the director of athletics at Lindenwood University, kind enough to uh, hop on with us here as we feature someone from Lindenwood just about every Monday at this time. And Jason, uh,
0: how's your summer going? You know, it's uh, first of all, it's good to be back with you guys. Appreciate the time, but. You know, I got asked a question by a fan recently. He said, you know, your summertime, um, things slow down for you. You know, we get to take some time off and get away from the office. And, and I, we, I just kind of laughed. I mean, it's as fast-paced and crazy as it was, you know, in August of last year or even June or July. So, um it's been great it's been a great year we have a lot of building that's taken place uh but this summertime is really the opportunity for us to get things in position for august when a lot of our students get back and you know quite frankly our some of our teams are already back with women's basketball reporting to campus today so um it's been great it's fast-paced and we wouldn't have it any other way
1: yeah expound on that a little bit jason because uh This is a time, especially off a huge wave of positive momentum that started, what, about 14, 15 months ago, and... And that wave just kept rolling and getting bigger. Became kind of a tidal wave with teams competing, teams winning, um, hiring some new personnel. How do you? And I know you think about this as as the head of the Department of Athletics. How do I keep this positive tsunami rolling?
0: You know, Bob, that's a great point. And you know, when I came into this position here, I knew there was a lot of excitement around the the move to Division One a lot of excitement with what our coaches and student-athletes were doing as well as our staff. And, you know, one of the things we talked about here in the department is how do we maintain the momentum? How do we capitalize on the interest uh, and keep this media cycle going for as long as we can? And a lot of times you'll see with schools who, you know, make the move to Division One for the first three months, there's a lot of excitement, and then it kind of subsides. Mm-hmm. The thing that's different here than what I've experienced before, and what I in speaking with some colleagues that have also made the move around the country is, you're right. We I, I don't feel like we like we have plateaued. It just continues to get greater and greater as far as a level of interest, uh, and that momentum just continues to go. And a lot of that starts at the top with our with our leadership and our president, Dr. John Porter. Um, you know, we we talk about momentum not only in athletics but as an institution uh, as a whole. And, you know, academically, you know, we want to keep the momentum going with enrollment and bringing students to campus. I mean, just yesterday we had 2,000 students here, excuse me, over the weekend, 2,000 students here for our football mega camp. It brought their families and their brothers and sisters. It's probably one of the three largest mega camps in the country. And then we have Boys and Girls State for Missouri coming at the end mm-hmm. of the month that will bring another you know, 1,500 students here as well as their families. So there's a lot of momentum, not just in athletics, but also institutionally, and it makes all of us better.
2: It's kind of funny. You were hired, I think, uh, tomorrow will be the one-year anniversary. And uh, in that time span, I'm sure there have been challenges and ups and downs, and when you look back on it all, I would guess it's gone very quickly for you.
0: You know, yeah, tomorrow's uh, the one-year anniversary of that, and, um, you know, I'd kind of lost track of it until someone reached out to me last week about coming on the show today. Um, There's just been so many things we put in place in a relatively short period of time, whether it be some processes or procedures here or enhancements we've made around some of our facilities or projects we have coming down the pipeline. Um, At any given moment, we have... 10, 15 different projects that are all related to moving this department forward. And it may be for lacrosse or it could be for rugby. It could be for football. I mean, it's all across the board. So, you know, again, I, I started with, uh, when someone asked me, well, are your summers kind of calmer and quiet? Uh, it's the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, I could, if I went through all the projects we have going right now, getting ready for next year, for year two of this reclassification process, you would just be shaking your head, um, but with that, there's such support uh, to do this and do it the right way with respect to move to Division One, and, and we're already having success. You know, our, our student athletes, our coaches, our staff, uh, I could not have asked for a better first year. Uh, and quite frankly, I think we um, you know, outpaced some of the expectations that were out there in the public now. We have high expectations, you know we don't hope to win we expect to win you know uh, that's a mindset that we've really tried to instill in our in our student athletes and our coaches this year is we're not happy just to have a seat at the dinner table okay or just to be invited to the high school prom. We are here because we believe we belong here and we expect to win and, and hoping to win is just not something we talk about
1: is it too inside baseball to ask you some of the things you're dealing with in that uh, transition period from D2 to D1 because it's not just flip a switch okay you're D1 talk to you later it is a process is it not
0: yeah it is it is a process and um, and you'll you'll find things from time to time where um, you'll have a school that you're recruiting in the same student athlete and they may mention to your student athletes you're recruiting that well you know you can go to Lindawood on a full scholarship but you know you're not necessarily going to have Uh, the opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. Now, we have access to postseason conference tournaments already, but the NCAA championships, we have a four-year period we have to sit out, which is a whole different conversation in itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll we'll have those recruiting challenges, and the, the response that I've asked some of our coaches to come back with is, You know, why don't you ask that student athlete when the last time that school went to the postseason was? (laughs) And they're eligible. So we've overcome that a few times with some local recruiting rivals. So, um, But you'll find things like that. But when you look at our facilities and our infrastructure, I mean, we're well on our way. I mean, that is not a reason we do not get uh, a recruit. Uh, Typically, if we can get them to visit campus, uh, it's like a lot of people still in this local area. When they come to campus, they're shocked by what they find here what we have in place already. And we're going to continue to build on that. We have a few projects this summer we're working on. Um, but, you know, the the challenges. you know, obviously, like I said, recruiting postseason. But that's really the main one. And quite frankly, we've been able to overcome a lot of that.
2: You know, I think some of these things just take a little bit of time, but winning certainly helps, but I, I like, hopefully there's a, a point in the near future where you've got a Saturday home game, and I know tailgating was a focus for football this year and will only continue to grow, but... You know, it's, it. It won't just be ideally Lindenwood families and uh, you know moms and parents of players. You want like everyone to kind of uh, buy into this as maybe a team that uh, you can respect here from a regional standpoint.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When you look, you know, at our situation here, we're the only program in this market that has Division One basketball, Division One football, and Division One hockey. And mm-hmm. you know, from a football perspective, you know one of the things that really stood out—we had our three largest crowds in history this year. Um, and when you look around, it was a lot of families. But um, you know, just speaking to some of the people that you know were coming through the gates, I would ask, you know, where you're from, where where where's your home, you know? And you got a lot of St. Louis, and you got a lot of St. Charles, but then you would find people that drove two hours to see Division One uh, football. Uh, in hockey. I met a, uh, a gentleman who used to be an Alabama-Huntsville hockey fan when they had a hockey program at the Division One level. He was driving from Southern Tennessee all the way uh, oh, wow. to the Centene Community Ice Center because that was his closest Division One hockey program to come watch. Um, oh, wow. So we're getting people from all over. We're, you know, we're really focused on our backyard. We're going to do some things with season tickets, obviously, uh, this year, football, basketball, and hockey that we'll be putting out here soon. But there is a tremendous amount of excitement just within our local community. Uh, I think more so than we've witnessed in the past.
2: Pretty uh, impressive. Any any projects that uh, you'd like to, you know, promote here before we let you go?
0: And, well, Nate, if you've got time to come over and help us, we've got plenty of projects we could <laughs> offload that you could be the project manager on, that's for sure, when you get off today. But He can help yeah, out with mowing n-
1: lawns and things.
0: Yeah, numbers talk. Well, <laughs> numbers talk, Jason. <laughs> well, we, um, you know, I, this, this morning I had a couple meetings on our projects that we have going, and, you know, I think I mentioned to you all when I was one of the first couple times I was on with you is I wanted to get chair back seats in Hunter Stadium. yeah and we're moving forward. We're going to be putting chair back seats between the 40s. Uh, nice start and they will be in place for this football season. Uh, still working on those timelines. we're working on um, side seating at men's and women's basketball. That'll be put in place for this year. Um, you know our baseball softball complex is one of the things with this move to the Ohio Valley Conference was streaming with the Plus. And, Bob, you and I have talked about this as well. We're in the process of putting fiber up there, so we'll be able to stream those games on uh, ESPN Plus starting next season. So there's quite a bit going on from an infrastructure standpoint. You know, We have another project that we haven't announced yet that will be coming down the pipeline. That will be a significant uh, enhancement to multiple facilities here um, on campus. So there's just a lot going on. We'll announce more as we get through the summer. Um, but we got quite a bit moving forward, that's for sure.
1: Awesome.
2: Jason, it's always a pleasure to get uh, an update on Lindenwood Athletics, and uh, we love having your coaches on You know, each week too. So a lot of characters over there. You know
0: what? They keep me on my toes, especially that, that guy, Zombo. Um, <laughs> you know, as I say about Rick, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Um, but even with Rick and his program over there with, uh, with men's hockey, uh, we're getting ready to roll out season ticket plans for the first time ever for men's hockey here in St. Louis in probably over 42 years. So um, everything from all-inclusive to on the glass, I mean, all across the board. So uh, Division One hockey's here, and we're going to be bringing some pretty, pretty big or uh, high-profile opponents in over the next two years. Awesome.
2: Great stuff. Jason Coomer, Director of Athletics Lindenwood University. We'll catch up soon. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. See you, Jason. Thank you very much, Jason Coomer. It is uh, already 1:02 in hour number two here on a Monday edition of High Noon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky?